another Front Runner football podcast. Uh, this time we're joined by a, a super eagle, Sandy Olise, super eagles agent, uh, legend, I mean, uh, Eredivisie winner with Ajax, Bundesliga champion with uh, Dortmund, 1994 AFCON winner, 1996 Olympic uh, gold medalist. Uh, welcome, uh, Sandy. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, before we get onto the book, do you think you would have won AFCON 1996? <laughs> You're trying to get me now against my South African brothers, right? Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Ah, uh, you, you, you have a book coming. Let let let's start the uh, the title. Dare to refuse. It's such a powerful, powerful name, powerful uh, title. What, what, what led to it? Well, I, I'm just trying to share with the world my experiences, and um, the title sums up um, what has, you know, come up so many times in my lifetime. That is, um, I found that um, I've been blessed to make a difference because I have always refused where the limitations that I've always, they've tried to put in my way by other people and um, refuse them in a way by being constructive to refuse them. And in most times, most times it was successful, but there were also times that I failed in, in doing that and um, cost me some pains also and some regrets, even though I don't, I, I wouldn't admit it at the time to anybody else but myself. So. <laughs> So it's, um, but now with the book, I just feel that, okay, it's an opportunity to share my experiences with my people, Nigerians, Africans, and also with any anybody outside there in the world there who yeah. wants to know um, what it was like and how we got to where we, where we did. Yeah. Uh... In your book, you also talk about the the, the realities of being a, a professional footballer and this glamorous life that people yeah. think that people think you you live. In in South Africa, we call it black tax, you know, where you have to give home, you know, like you have to take something home because in most cases there was nothing. How was your experience? Oh, it was the same, like every 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 uh, African player who comes from, uh, from modest backgrounds. You know, mm. we say in, in my village where I'm from, they say you are rich if your family is rich with you. Mm. And you're a poor soul if you're rich and your family is very poor. So at least what you have to do is from your own end, work hard and try to at least provide avenues for your family members to, to also live well. And that's what African players generally do. It also explains a bit why sometimes African players, when they stop playing football, they have some difficulties compared to the European counterparts. Mm. Because in Europe, you stop, what you have is for you, your wife, and your kids. Mm. But in Africa, the African is for him, his brother, the sister, the cousin, the in-law, the brother to the in-law, the cousin to the in-law. You know, it, and that's why we are, even when we are poor, we still smile, we still mm. laugh. That is one virtue we have that um, I, I bless that. I feel we are blessed that mm. other people don't have it. Uh, you also, I also read a bit about uh, racism from the from the preview 
on Sunday or Lise uh, TV without revealing too much about what's in the book. What 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 experience of racism would you can you share right now when you when you well, first I, went to Europe? Well, I felt discrimination from day one till today. I still feel it. Mm. It's and um, and you know those who were in. Uh, those who were living in denial about this with the Black Lives Matter that happened last year, it opened the eyes to the world that, wow, is it this bad? Yeah. And, uh, but the, the truth is, it's even worse than the Black Lives Matters are saying it because not everybody gets the opportunity to express what they're living, they're going through. Yeah. But you know, so it's, um, but that is the reality of the life. But it's also part of what the book is about. Mm-hmm. You look at it's a limitation because let's face it, people. My belief is that people think discrimination or racism is something that is social. No, mm-hmm. no, it's the base of it is economic. Mm-hmm. As long as we are racist, we keep you down. Yeah. You don't get opportunities to get out. You don't get opportunities to get to the level we are at. Or that that's it. that is the primary goal of it. So and you know I am better than you, so I will not allow you to even get a chance to even com- compare or compete. Yeah. So um, racism is hard. It's I felt it. You see, all through the book, I explained how it was, where I felt it, and there were also, in all fairness, there were also some places where I felt really good, really yeah. well treated. You know that I did not even feel I was being abused racially. Mm. You know, it's also in the book. Also, there were some great clubs. I still go back to them today. They still invite me today. Mm. You know, some even refuse that I, I pay my tickets when I come to watch. You know. And, and these are also, so let's not say everybody is racist, mm. but something you must be ready for as an African mm. that you will experience if you get out of Africa. Mm. You know, some people experience it in South Africa. Speaking of racism, for you as a black coach in Europe, and we see teams in Europe rarely employ black coaches as, as, as managers of teams. I'm sure it is. Personally, it has a, it has had a huge impact on your managerial career. Yeah, mm. uh, it's it's been a huge it's been a huge handicap. I, I must confess, mm. I'm not going to lie to you, and it's something that it's it's public knowledge now. But at the same time, also, we, um, I'm not going to improve on it if I just keep crying. It's a handicap, and I stop. No, you have to keep crying. Mm. You have to find the solution. And um, of course, I am I'm conscious that you might be a Top class player, but as a colored guy, don't expect to get a top class job. Mm. And uh, I've had some opportunities to coach, even in spite of the situation. In the mm-hmm. last two years, I've had several opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, I also have to combine coaching and the quality of life. At my age now, I enjoy so much being around my wife and my kids that I think um, for 16 years, I was always just traveling, going and coming as a soccer player. So I think now that if um, if I get a job that permits me to come back home two, three times a week, mm-hmm. if it's 200 kilometers job or 150 kilometers from home, it's good. Mm-hmm. But if it's far away from it, no. Even, mm-hmm. you know, I even got an offer from China uh, uh, at the end of last year mm-hmm. and early this year, mm-hmm. which was very lucrative. But with the current situation, <laughs> No, <laughs> so I decided to stay home. So, with the Super Eagles, I think you you had a golden generation there under Clemens uh, Westerhoff. 
the likes of uh, Stephen Keshi, my goodness, uh, the Bull Amokaji, Finidi mm. George. Uh, do you share those sentiments that that was the golden generation of, of Nigerian football? This book covers all of it. Mm. This, this book covers um, how, how, what made those, those players great. Mm. It covers what made us great as a team. It covers also what made us lose as a team, mm-hmm. why we did not achieve our goals, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the aim of the book is not to point fingers. So if it's not really, really attacking anybody really mm-hmm. in that way, but it's just, a, I'm telling a story. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling a story of what we did, how we did it, you know, and where, how we failed to do it too. Mm-hmm. Because uh, let's not deceive ourselves. We had a lot of failures too, mm-hmm. you know. So it, in that in that way, uh, but it's the greatest team that Nigeria has ever produced. Mm-hmm. And um, outside, outside Africa, most people believe it's the greatest team ever produced by Africa. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I feel blessed to have been a, you know, an integral part of the team. Yeah. So I am now sharing with the world that look, if we are not doing well now, mm-hmm. how do we move forward? This is how we did it. This is what we went through. This is how we handled it when we had this problem. Here it is. Now use it as your foundation, but build on it. Make something out of it. That way, hopefully, the African nations can see that, okay, this was how the Amokachis, the Keshis, the Ulysses, the Finidi, uh, the Babangida, this is how they did it and to succeed. Okay, maybe we can use it. Ah, we didn't know. Is it? You know? That is the aim of the book. Share what we have and hopefully make our people better. Now you were at Ajax uh, and at, at, at Dortmund. Again, without revealing too much, what can people expect from your experience in, in those European teams that you played for? One thing you can expect from Ajax is Benny McCarthy. It's, that, that was, that was my, my, my little brother back then. Now he's a, now, now, now he's a puppy now. I see him yeah. on television. Yes, Amazulu. He's a puppy now and he's a... No, I, I, I love this guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he was, at the time, I got to know him. And through Benny, I got to know South Africans. Yeah. And I got to love South Africans, you know. I remember he, he, the first song Benny taught me was, uh, I used to sing it, one greater, Akieta, you know. I yeah, yeah, yes, 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 yes. One rata, Akieta, oh, Akieta. So. <laughs> I, I wanted to buy the city at all costs. Benny said, no, 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 no. Yeah. He, went to team, he brought it for me. And yeah. I, I still have it now. I play sometimes. Yeah. So, you know, it's the, the, the reality of the fact is those clubs, what you can expect from them is how I got there in the first place. Why did they buy me in the first place? And how, how it was in the clubs. What were the challenges we had? What were the successes we had? Um, what made us move from there to a bigger club? Or what made us feel comfortable, you know, things like that. How did we handle it? How did we handle the dressing room as foreigners? How did we enjoy the dressing room as foreigners? You know, these kind of things are all inside to like, you know, to give an insight to what someone can expect. Besides what we know about Sunday Olise, you know, you've won Olympics, Afcons. We, we know all those things, we, you know, we can Google them, we can look at videos on, on YouTube. What, what, what is they that people can look forward to besides what we know? Well, from chapter one, you will get to know what my childhood, what my childhood was like. 
Um, I'm a very private person. I don't mm. share my, my private life. I cherish it dearly. And, and I think from, you will get to see from the beginning what's under what. In fact, you get, you get the, secret, the secret of how I was able to get half the half I did. Mm. Because there was downward foundation I, I followed because mm. I didn't really know the formula to use because our time we were more pioneers. We didn't have people who had already been in Europe at top clubs that we could imitate. Well, how did they do it? Let's do it like that. So there was something that fueled the, the motto. You will get it inside. You get private things inside. Mm -hmm. You also see inside the book uh, mistakes that I made. Mm -hmm and um, things that I handled wrongly. Yeah. And th things that um, sometimes I was, we were ashamed to talk about then or that hurt us. Mm. So you, know, you get to see a part of it. Besides uh, Sunday or TV, is there other platforms where we can get the book? Well, um, if you're in South Africa, you can get it from Amazon from the 15th of uh, from the 15th of April, mm -hmm. uh, then you, you can get that in there because Amazon does not allow you to pre-order. Yeah. But if you want to, to pre-order and get it um, or it's cheaper and delivered to you, you can also order through sondolisa.tv, the website. Yes. You can also order it through there. Uh, and I'm working with other people to collaborate to try and make it available in certain areas so you can just pick them up if you want to. So You retired a while back. Why did it take you so long to, to share this experience? Because I was very reluctant to share my private life. Mm. It's, you know, I was very, very reluctant about it. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm sharing it now because I feel that it's the moment to, because mm -hmm. uh, this year marks 25 years. It's a silver jubilee mm -hmm. of our winning the Olympics gold. Mm -hmm. And it's something that we've no longer achieved in Africa. Yeah. In Nigeria, in Nigeria, we've not even come close. And um, why is that so? So I think, okay, let's now share how we were able to win it. Yeah. Maybe it will, it will rekindle some uh, hopes on people to see it. Let mm -hmm. people also see um, the basis, mm -hmm. you know, of how to achieve this, our style, the African style. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, thank you so much, Legend. Thank you for, for, for giving us your time. You're welcome. You're welcome. And God bless. Stay blessed.